And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. This is uh, episode number 47. Getting up there in uh, some episodes now. You know, 52 would be a year, but now since we're doing two a week, might be a little bit longer, but I believe end of April will be our one-year anniversary on the Podbean Network. So we have a... Another, or one, yeah, one month. I think I said one month. So how is everybody, everybody's week going so far? Uh, mine's going pretty good so far. A uh, little hectic, a little busy with uh, work, so I'm starting to work some overtime now and getting a little tired, but, you know, you got to make the money somehow. One person that's probably not going to be making too much money is Jacob Voracek. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the two game suspension he got this past week. Uh, I believe it was Monday night. Was the hit that he put on? I'm probably gonna butcher this guy's name, but Boychuk um, got suspended by the NHL. Some some controversy, I guess you could say, and I, I could I could see where it's coming from. But we're also gonna talk about. Mr. Conor McGregor back in the news once again arrested for an altercation that he had with a fan. We're gonna go kind of go in depth with that one. Uh, give my uh, opinion again about where I think he's the, the road he's going down. Hopefully he's not. And then we also have probably to close the show out. We're gonna have the USC fight talk. We have. Uh, an event coming up Saturday afternoon, actually, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's over in London. Uh, I'll give my picks for that one. I'm not going to recap this past week's UFC event because, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. I did see the the highlights to Derek Lewis and uh, Dos Santos. I know I picked Lewis because I thought Dos Santos is over the hill, but the highlights I saw... You know, it only went two rounds, I believe it was, but the haymakers that were thrown looked pretty good from both guys. And I got to give credit to Lewis for somewhat being sneaky with the, you know, oh, I'm hurt type thing. I mean, he did look like he was hurt from the the spinning back kick that Dos Santos uh, threw uh, to his stomach. But other than that, I... I I know the one fighter broke his ankle uh, when he got knocked out when he was falling down. I guess, unfortunately, his ankle snapped. But other than that, that's all I really saw. I didn't see like anybody, oh my god, that was such a great uh, show and this and that. So I'm going to probably chalk it up to it's probably an okay fight card compared to the prior week with John Jones and... Um, Tyrone Woolley, Usman on there. You know that that fight card was pretty good. But before we go into the show, why don't you guys head over to, to uh, Twitter 
You can follow my personal Twitter account at Jimbo ST Sports. You can follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. And you can also follow our good friend Shoulders at Shoulders underscore Bro. And he will, hopefully we're going to be having a show tomorrow. We're, we're definitely going to have a show. I'm not sure if I'm going to be by myself or Shoulders will be there. Um, he, his, uh, his wife actually gave birth to a, a new baby boy, so I'm not going to go into detail about that. I'll let him you know, explain that, but you know, congratulations to him and his family. I'm actually very excited. I mean, he's my best friend, so very excited for him. Very excited for my godson. We, it's going to probably be a lot of NFL talk tomorrow, you know, with free agency that's happened this past Wednesday. But enough of that. I want you guys to listen to my show today. And then tomorrow, you know, we'll have the, the Jimbo Shoulders show. <laughs> so, like I said at the top of the show, uh, Jacob Vorchek on Monday... Well, I actually think it was Tuesday, probably. He was uh, suspended two games for a interference foul that he did on the New York Islanders. I'm assuming this is how you pronounce the name. Bochuk. Uh Now, I didn't see the hit because I think I actually had to go to bed early that, that night. So I didn't really get to watch it. I just watched it, the, the hit just before I came on to record with you guys. And I'll tell you what, I'm a Flyers fan. You guys should know that by now. I got to say, yeah, it it looked like an illegal hit. It looked like uh, interference from, and this might be me being new to the the game. You know, I've only really been following about five, six years. I kind of know 90% of the rules. And I understand what interference is and stuff like that. But when you watch the video, it looks like Forecheck is eyeing him up the whole way. Um, how to play unfold it was, uh, Shane Gossespierre had the puck. He went to pass around the boards to get it over to Voracek. And as Voracek is skating towards the, the puck, which was kind of in the corner um, of the ice... Bochuk started to skate kind of quickly to try to disrupt the play or get the puck, whatever his reasons were. And you could see Voracek kind of looking back over his shoulders. To me, in a way, eyeing him up for a hit. A, a, a backwards or reverse check, in a way. And you see it a lot in the, in the game. Um, kind of players bracing themselves for the hits and Things like that for you know the reasons why they do that. And when Vorchek did it, uh, Bochuk's head hit square into Vorchek's back, knocking him down. Scrum started a little bit, and Bochuk didn't come back to the game. He was knocked out in the game. I believe uh, I saw that he didn't practice the next day. So Gary Bettman and the NHL suspended him two games. Voracek actually appealed it, and they said it's a very, very rare occurrence that such a small number of games being suspended is being appealed. Now, I mean, the main reason why I think 
Voracek want to appeal it is because the Flyers, as of right now, before they play the Capitals tonight, before any of the games really start, are, I believe, five points out of the wild card. With Capitals playing tonight, uh, I think they have the Canadians, who they're behind right now uh, by five points on Friday, I believe it is. I think tomorrow. And these are tough teams that you're losing one of your best guys. Now, do I think he should should have been suspended? Listen, I'm just getting into the game. I just hope NHL is not turning into the NFL where it can't be physical. I think what should have happened, and he did get a penalty during the game. I think that's as far as it should have went. If you want to give him a some type of penalty after you know after the game outside of the game maybe a fine especially being that he's never been suspended or fined in his career you know you look at the the Malkin uh, slashing that he that he did on Raffle he only got one game Curtis Gabriel boarded Nolan Patrick he only got one game both guys never had a, a, a suspension or fine in the past. Why is Voracek at two games? That's my only issue with this situation. You know, like I said, I, I definitely think he deserved a penalty. Maybe a fine. You know, you, he, he, did, he did eye the guy up. He was a few feet away from the puck, so... In a way, to me, he wasn't really playing the puck. He was trying to stop Bochuk from getting the puck. Even if it was a heavy fine, I'd be fine with it. But a two-game suspension? I mean, I know they're not trying to hold us back from making the playoffs, but I kind of want to say that. I mean, it, it it's terrible. It was a bad penalty on, on to give to Voracek. And then, you know, Voracek appeals it. He had a chance to, NHL had a chance to make things right and could have just gave him a one-game suspension, which he would have served against the Senators on Tuesday night. And they didn't. They held it. They held it up. So he's... Suspended tonight, too, against the Washington Capitals. It's going to be a tough game. We got Carter Hart in net. Let's hope that, you know, losing Voracek's not going to cause us to slip too much because, yeah, we're only five points out, but you, you can't afford to lose any games with, what, two, three weeks left before playoffs start? So... Let's hope the, the Flyers pull it off tonight. They got the Canadians tomorrow night. They get forward check back. And hopefully we can put a, a string of wins together and get into playoffs and make things interesting. One person that always makes things interesting is Mr. Conor McGregor. Back in the news again for all the wrong reasons. Now... 
the story broke uh, Monday that he's been arrested again for taking a fan's phone and smashing it. Supposedly the fan wanted a picture. Connor, according to the fan, Connor put his hand out like he wanted to give a handshake and took the phone, smashed it, laughed about it. Now, this all did happen at, I think uh, ESPN said 5 a.m., so it's not definite. It, was, it didn't come out that he was drunk or anything like that, but let's be honest, what are you doing up at 5 a.m. in the morning at a nightclub? You're drinking. Uh, and the thing is, he just got done serving his community service from the New York bus incident back in April. Now, here, here's a quote from the, the fan that was involved in this altercation. And this is his side of the story of what all happened and led to where we're at. So he said, as soon as he came to shake my hand, he pulled me in and he grabbed my phone and he started smashing it. And all the security guards literally surrounded me, pushed me out of the way, and he's stomping on it. McGregor was just like, get the F out of my face. Move. And then I was like, yo, sir, can I have my phone back? Uh, it goes on to say that the security, uh, McGregor's security was uh, basically just trying to push McGregor out of the situation. The fan yelled, yelled to McGregor, yo, can I get my phone back, please? And it was like, yo, move, man. You better listen to what Connor says. McGregor picked up the phone put it in his pocket, laughed, and then he got into his SUV and then drove off. Uh, the, the fan went on to say in the article that I'm getting these quotes from was from ESPN, said that it, it wasn't that he was upset that Connor smashed the phone. It was what was on it, which there was a lot of family pictures, pictures of his sons that he may maybe not be able to ever get back again. That happened Monday morning. The police showed up to McGregor's place, where he's living in Miami, arrested him, and he was released on $12,000 bail late Monday night. And then he, there's a video out there that he goes running, like nothing happened. Uh, the one other thing that I got from the article was that how I brought up about the, the New York bus incident. Uh, that he just got done serving his community service. This incident won't be affected by the won't affect his stipulations with the the New York incident because he fulfilled all his stipulations and that case is closed. So now he's on to a whole new agenda, I guess you want to say. And I gotta say, yes, uh, he got charged with. Uh, strong-armed robbery and criminal criminal mischief. Yes, I know it's probably small, minor offenses that he's gonna get a slap on the wrist, probably pay a thousand dollar fine, something like that. But he's going down the same road that John Jones has been going down. Once he got big and famous and won those belts, he went nuts. He got, I guess, immature, if you want to say. And the thing that I'm very surprised about, 
you know, comparing them two together is John Jones has a fiance, so he's not even married yet. I don't believe he has kids. Connor has a son right now, is married. You know, they, the the old adage and the old saying is con, uh, kids make you mature, more mature, and, and make you grow up a lot quicker. It's, it's almost like the opposite. It's almost like Connor don't care. And, you know, I text King, our good friend King, over at Skunk Duck uh, Studios, you know, about Connor, and we talked a little bit about it, and he, he still firmly believes that Connor is going to show up to WrestleMania in a few weeks. And when he said that, I'm like, I wonder if Connor can't get out of his fighting contract, whatever, however many more fights. I think he has four more fights. Because I think when he, right before he fought uh, Hubby, he signed a fight, uh, five-fight contract. I wonder if, he, if he's trying to force UFC to release him from his contract so he could go to to WWE. But is it worth trying to get released from your contract when you're in jail? Like all the things he's doing are all f- for the wrong reasons. Uh, just was it last week? Yeah, it's last week. I, I was talking about the Donald Cerrone Connor fight that it may fall through now because Connor refuses to be a co-main eventer. He has to be the main event. Like, dude, you you you're one in, in four, one in five in the past few fights. And like, listen, I'm a Connor fan. So don't think I'm happy this is happening to him. That you know, I get a chance to bash him. I like him. I like how he sells fights. I'm okay with how he sells fights. I don't like this. No, you know, not not to bash WWE, but this WWE type of stuff. He had the bus incident where he he threw the the cart through the bus window, hurting people. Which that lawsuit I think is still pending. He has like three or four fighters that are are, are suing him. Nearly collapsed that whole car because of his actions. All those actions carried over into his fight with Habib uh, back in October. That was a melee. And now you got this stuff going on. Like, dude, you gotta grow up. If you want to be a champion, you look at the Chuck Liddells, the Dan Hendersons, um, the guys that, that carried this sport. Not even the sport, that carried... UFC to where it's at now. You're just disgracing them. You never saw them getting arrested for stupid shit like this. This is absolutely ridiculous that every few months, every two, three months, he has to be in the news and do it this. Why can't he be in the news of like Going to the soup kitchen and, and, and serving homeless people. Or showing up to a high school to give the wrestling team some you know, tips just out of the kindness of your heart. Not because, oh, I wanted a paycheck. No. Let's take a fan's phone and smash it because he wanted a picture of me. 
That is just a dick move. I'm sorry, Connor, but that's just a dick move. And this are like these are the things that are making me not want to watch UFC anymore. I'd rather go watch Bellator or uh, one championship. And this is why I'm getting behind Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Because you don't see this stuff in the other sports or other promotions. This is bad for business, as Vince McMahon would say. Or Triple H or Stephanie McMahon, whatever, you know, whichever McMahon you want to say. So now you got John Jones, who, hey, I'll give you credit. You're going on, what, two, three months, and you're clean. You're keeping your nose clean. You're staying out of the, the you know, TMZ videos. But then again, when you got Connor doing this, just reminds you, eh, maybe I should stay in tonight. Maybe I shouldn't go out and party so much and do drugs and blah, blah, blah. It's just ridiculous. So that's my rant about Connor. I hope, I'm still holding out hope that he somewhat turns around. Oh, you know, I'm not done my rant yet. The other thing, too, that uh, keeps getting at me, too, is when he gets into these, you know, gets arrested or whatever, then he gets bailed out. He goes on Instagram and he, and he posts, uh, you know, one sentence phrases or whatever. And the one that he posted as soon as he got released was on his Instagram. Patience is a virtue virtue in this world I continue to work on. I love my fans dearly. Thank you all. If you love your fans dearly, why just smash his phone? That is garbage. And that sentence there, until you start showing that you're mature, I don't believe any of that sentence. I don't think you love your fans dearly. Start showing it then. Show up to a fight. You you want you want to show how you how you love your fans. Put your ego in check. Go be a Coleman a main eventer. Like, come on, dude. I love watching you fight, but at some point you gotta grow up. Ah, Connor, he gets me riled up. But, so before we go, uh, this this Saturday, uh, we have UFC Fight Night, Till versus Masvidal. And I thought it was 1, o- uh, one o'clock, but that's the, the prelims. They're going to be on ESPN+, Plus, which again, I mean, it, it's UFC, so people are going to buy the ESPN+. Plus. I mean, it's already proven. I think the, the first event that they put on ESPN Plus, they said they like got 300% more subscriptions or something like that from the month before. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not into the whole buying multiple subscription apps to, to watch things. So I may try to go over a buddy's house and watch it who might have it, but... Looking at the card, though, it actually doesn't look that bad of a card. Uh, it's over in London, which the main event is Darren Till versus Masvidal. Uh, Darren Till from, is from England, so and that's a welterweight fight. And 
the winner of this fight, I believe, is going to fight Ben Askren. Ben Askren is taking shots at everybody. He took shots at Usman. He's been taking shots at Darren Till. Masvidal. All of them. Even I think he took shots at Connor because of the arrest. But I'm gonna before I give my main event prediction, I'm gonna start at the the beginning of the the main card, which is Jack Marshman versus John Phillips. Again, it's probably my fault because I really haven't been into UFC lately because of all the antics that go on. So my apologies to these guys uh, because I've never heard of them. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of do like a close my eyes and pick for this one. I'll go with John Phillips. Uh, it's a middleweight fight. I'm going to say by submission. Because the middleweight guys, they're, they're pretty decent with, with submissions. Then after that, we have Danny Roberts versus Claudio Silva. Again... I think I've heard of Claudio Silva, but Daniel Roberts, I really haven't. This is another welterweight fight. I'm going to go with uh, Claudio Silva. Then after that fight, we have Nathaniel Wood versus Jose Quinon. Oh, sorry about that. Quinonez. Sorry, I know I butchered his name. So, because of that, again, uh, I'll, I'll go with Nathaniel Wood. This is a men's bantamweight fight, which I, I love the small guys and I wish Dana White would just keep giving the small guys a chance to, to try to build up that division. They're quick. They're entertaining. I actually, you know, I at least think they are. Um, I know a lot of people thought Demetrius Johnson wasn't, which he's a lay and pray guy, but when you have a Hall of Fame fighter Going up against like, you know, B-list talent because there's, you know, there's no talent yet. Of course, it's gonna be boring. It's gonna be one-sided. Look at look at what happened with Ronda Rossi. She came to UFC, ran through people. Yeah, Misha Tate, you know, was talented. Um, Kat Zingano is talented. Uh, they're the only two that really came over with her and there was no one else so once she ran off and you know ronda ran through them there was no one else to fight then you slowly saw holly holm come and amanda nunez come up and a lot more women fighters coming up through that division the talent caught up to ronda and i've said that many times you know she had like what five or six straight fights of winning by armbar they start learning that move, and she, unfortunately, I think, uh, relied on it too much. But you got to give a division some time to grow, and I'm hoping that Dana White does that with the men's bantamweight division. So after the Nathaniel Wood fight, we have Vulcan Azdemir versus uh, Dominic Reyes. It's a light heavyweight bout. Someone possibly could get knocked out. I'd say you're probably 80% sure of someone getting knocked out. And I'm going to go with uh, Dominic Reyes. 
And here's an, uh, another thing, too, about these fight nights. Obviously, they're not pay-per-view fights, so a lot of these fighters are going to be laying it all out there because they're only making probably $5,000, $6,000 for this fight. Whereas if they're on a pay-per-view fight card, they're probably making about ten or 11000 So that's a nice chunk of change that you could get uh, garner by getting put on a pay-per-view card. So I'm going to go with Dominic Reyes for that one. Then in the co-main event, we have Leon Edwards versus Gunnar Nelson in the welterweight. I love Gunnar Nelson. I, I, I like how he fights. I think he's gritty. Leon Edwards is another good fighter, though, too. But I'm going to go with Gunnar Nelson uh, with, the, with the knockout. And then in the main event, we have Darren Till versus Jorge Masvidal. Now, it seems like everywhere I look, everybody's picking Darren Till. Because I think they're picking him. Yeah, he's talented. I'm not taking that away from him at all. But I think they're picking him because he's the home guy. He's from England. But Masvidal, you know, I, I said this last week about Dos Anjos, he's no slouch. So I'm going with the upset with Masvidal over Darren, uh, Darren Till in the welterweight division. And I'm even going to take a step further that probably five, ten minutes after the fight is over, you're going to see Ben Askren call him out or maybe even show up into the ring. That part of it, you know, as long as there's no scrums or anything like that, that part of it, I wouldn't mind. Do the old show up like uh, Brock Lesnar did with Daniel Cromier when he won the belt. You know, do the little face-off. I'd be okay with that. But, so that's going to be it for today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with shoulders, hopefully. Either way, there will be a show tomorrow. Before I go, head over to Twitter and follow me at Sports. Follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Follow shoulders at shoulders underscore bro. Head over to bellyupsports.com. Uh, I, I posted an article there about Deshaun Jackson, my boy, coming back to Philly. And, you know, we'll definitely be talking about that tomorrow with shoulders as well. But they also have other articles. Uh, I know today they posted they posted a hockey one. Uh, I think a couple of NASCAR ones. They've been really on top with the free agency as well. Um, I know there's a couple other articles that they do a, a by division. You know, the worst worst moves, best moves, stuff like that. So, and then head over to iTunes because uh, you can find us there. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker. Leave us comments. You know, leave us ratings so so we know if we're doing something right, doing something wrong, so we can make this better. And make make it more enjoyable for you guys. So, until tomorrow, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out. Peace.